69, dudes! You're listening to the Mars Attacks Podcast with Victor, a member of the Cast Iron Ring of Podcasts, where you'll hear interviews and some of the best hard rock and metal around. They're coming around the final stretch. It's Mars Attacks Podcast by a mile. It's Mars Attacks. It's Mars Attacks for the win. Hey, this is Chuck Billy from Testament right here on Mars Attacks. Hey, this is Tim Ripper Owens. This is Bobby Bliss from Overkill. You stay tuned. Hey, this is Ron Bumble for Fall of Guns N' Roses, and you're listening to Mars Attacks. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, this is Dave Windor from Monster Magnet. Hello, everybody. This is Michael Kiske talking. Hey, this is Richard Patrick from Stilter. Hey, everybody, what's happening? This is John Bush, and you're cranking it up on Mars Attacks. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Don Jameson from That Metal Show on DH1 Classic. Hey, everybody, this is your big daddy Gene Hoagland. Hey, this is Kurt Winstein from Crowbar. Hey, man, this is Dolo Passion. All right, it's Carolina Peace, and you're listening to Mars Attacks. Yow! Hi, yeah, okay, so hey, this is Paul Shortino. How you doing? Formerly of Rough Cut, Quiet Riot, and currently with King Cobra. You're listening to Mars Attack. <laughs> hey, what's up, everyone? This is Mark from Chimera. This is Vinny Apsey from Kill Devil Hill, and you're listening to Mars Attacks. Hey, this is Richard Christie from the band Charred Walls of the Damned on Metal Blade Records, and you are listening to Mars Attacks. Yeah, this is John Schaefer from Iced Earth, and you're listening to Mars Attacks. Hi, this is Bruce Kulik, and you're hanging with Mars Attacks. By the way, one of my favorite shows, and movies too. You're listening to the Mars Attacks Podcast. Here's your host, Victor. Come get your rocks off. Welcome, one and all, to episode 69 of the Mars Attacks Podcast. I am your host, Victor, and uh, we are back once again, uh, recovering from the Slayer Seasons in the Abyss classic albums column. Uh, If you haven't checked that 
out. If you haven't listened to the episode, if you haven't checked the actual written comments that are up on the site, I highly recommend uh, that you do. You can find that on MarsAttacksRadio.com, as you can all of the podcasts uh, that we offer. Uh, they can be streamed, downloaded via MarsAttacksRadio.com, or you can subscribe and download them via iTunes. Uh, we also have them available via Spreaker now, which, if I'm not mistaken, um, copies things over to SoundCloud. I have to double-check that, but if you're on one of those services, you can definitely check the podcast out that way as well. So... Um, we kick things off there with a little L.A. Guns with uh, Michael Starr. Um, that is Ralph uh, Sands of um, Steel Panther. Back in his L.A. Guns days, doing uh, a little bit of Wasted there. A little Jesus, it's coming off of uh, Wasted by L.A. Guns. I'm thinking of the Def Leppard song since we had the lead in, the Rocks Off. Um, coming off of On Through the Night, which has... That flipper's wasted. Uh, anyway, we had a bunch of different sound bites and this and that, and um, just some things that we're adding to the show to try to spruce things up a little. And um, we may have a uh, guest co-host in the future who will pop in with us from time to time, depending on the feedback that we get from people. Uh, if you're looking to send us any comments, uh, you could do that by emailing input at marsattacksradio.com. If it's specific to the Classic Albums column, you could also drop us a line at classicalbums at marsattacksradio.com. You could always leave your comments right there up on the web when there's a post um, or when an episode is posted, I should say. And, um, yeah, and we're going to get into some uh, comments that someone sent in. And this is sort of an ongoing dilemma um, that I have and, and maybe hosts, <laughs> certain show hosts. But anyway, um, here goes. This is from Chris up in Alberta, Canada. So Chris writes in, Finally, a real metal album for the classic albums column. Most of the other albums highlighted, I don't consider metal. Hope the rest of the columns continue to be things like Slayer, who are a real metal band. So, Chris, here you go. Golf clap. Golf clap. Yes, not as good as the visual, but hey, I'll go with it. Um, so yeah, okay, Chris, that's cool. You know, you consider Slayer to be real metal or whatever. And, you know, the whole idea behind the classic albums column is just to feature cool music, hard rock and metal. I don't profess to be any type of guru or anything that has, you know, the, um, I don't know, the patent on what is and what isn't metal. Um, it's just so odd that people have these, you know, rules as to what is and what isn't metal. You know, it's funny how uh, a lot of different bands sort of preach against religion and the Bible and this and that, but you know, a lot of metal fans have their own, 
you know, metal Bible which says, okay, well, unless you're tuned to this and unless you're playing at these many beats per minute, it's not metal. And if your vocals are, you know, higher than this specific range, then it's something my dad would listen to and it isn't cool. And that's fine if you think that, you know, but that's why with this classic albums column, we're sort of spreading things out with all things metal because metal is all things to different people. You know, um, it isn't one specific thing. It isn't, you know, two specific things. Um, I can appreciate Slayer. I can appreciate, you know, uh, Prong, which is different. I can appreciate uh, Van Halen, which maybe nowadays, you know, people don't consider metal. But hey, you have Gene Hoagland, one of the premier death metal and just overall metal drummers, saying, if Alex Van Halen you know, did not play, I wouldn't be playing today. So, you know, and for Gene Hoagland to say, Alex Van Halen invented the the blast beat, you know, sorry, but I'm going to take his word over 99.9% of people that are out there. So, you know, in the end, as long as the music is cool and it sounds good, you know, just these dumb labels that people place on things, you know, are just... Just placed there by uh, marketing experts. So it's funny. For as much as people want to download albums and, you know, fight the system and fight the power and this and that, they let that marketing aspect of things permeate their brains and use that to see what they choose to buy. So whatever. Anyway, moving forward. Episode 69 here. Uh, We have our good friend Mitch LaFon. On this episode again, so we're going to be talking about Kiss. Um, if you don't like that, well, then listen to one of the other episodes or listen to a different podcast. But uh, Mitch has got a Pledge Music campaign going. It's for a very good cause. It's for a, um, in the States, it would be called a hospice, I guess. Um it's for a treatment center where his um, father-in-law went uh, before passing away. And he's trying to raise funds for this specific center. So uh, please listen to the episode. If you can, you know, donate what you can to this great cause. But in return, you know, Mitch is going to have some cool things that are being offered to... Um, that are being offered to people. Um, some of the things that he mentions are already gone, but a lot aren't. So, um, so check that out. And what we're going to be doing throughout this episode is featuring bands uh, that are going to appear, musicians that are going to appear within this tribute. Uh, it is only fitting he mentions that um, Doro Pesh redoes her kiss cover only you um so what we're gonna do is jump into a little of that track was written originally by uh gene simmons and this track actually features gene simmons um it features tommy thayer and it also features if i'm not mistaken laney cordola who was the original lead guitarist in house of lords who was signed to um simmons records and um, just a great, great uh, track and, you know, part of KISS history. 
part of history, excuse me, um, if, if you really think about it. So uh, let's get into that track real quick here. This is Doro coming off of her second solo album. This is Only You. little bit of Doro doing Only You. Up next, Union. 
the band that features Bruce Kulick, former lead guitarist of KISS, features John Karabi, ex-lead singer of Motley Crue, and this is a track that originally appeared on Carnival of Souls. If you've never gotten your hand on this live album, Live at the Galaxy, this is one of the things that is up for grabs in this Pledge Music campaign. So go to the site. All you really have to do is type in KISS 40th Anniversary and it will come up. And one of the options there is the ability to purchase this album. And before I forget, the L.A. Guns uh, track that we initially played, same deal. You can um, purchase that as well. Uh, Quick story, I actually met Bruce Kulick. I've met him a few times. It was at a um, KISS Expo. And Mark Striegel always laughs when I um, tell these types of stories because, uh, you know, Kiss Expo in Teaneck, New Jersey. Um, Anyway, I saw Vinnie Vincent there as well. But anyway, (laughs) Um, Bruce Kulick was cool enough to sign the CD for me. I actually had a friend who passed away shortly after we had... Bought him the CD. Big Kiss fan. Uh, years before that, had met Bruce at a guitar clinic. Really looked up to him. And um, actually, shortly after giving him this Live at the Galaxy CD, he passed away of cancer at the age of 26. So, um, cancer affects us all. And if there's anything that can be done to, you know, uh, help ease people's pain, um, you know, I think it should be done. You know, um, make sure that sort of things are, are dignifying for them uh, in the end. But, um, yeah, my good friend John. Uh, anyway, here we go. Uh, let's get into a little Jungle Live by Union. We're going to do something for Carnival Souls. This is called the Jungle, baby!
Jungle Live. If you want to hear all of that amazing solo, go to the Pledge Music campaign, pledgemusic.com, and put in KISS 40th Anniversary, and you'll find this specific pledge. Really cool live album. Check it out. There's really only two KISS songs on here, um, which are Jungle and I Walk Alone off of Carnival of Souls. Uh, It's a shame that sort of the door wasn't open uh, for Bruce to do that style of soloing up until the end of his tenure in KISS. But hey, we have this live album and we have the great music that he's put out afterwards, uh, not only in Union, but his solo albums. I would highly recommend checking out the first solo album and the last one, BK3. Uh, the first solo album has you know, things like um, like Need Me, Things like Dogs of Morrison, which absolutely kick ass. And on BK3, uh, there's a bunch of really cool tracks. Still, you know, around that time period, there was Sonic Boom, there's BK3, and there's Anomaly. Uh, I don't know if I'd go Anomaly or BK3. They're two really, really good albums. So, uh, anyway, uh, let's see. Let's get into a little Slaves on Dope group from Montreal. Uh, Their lead singer is also a show host, and he will be contributing to this uh, album for Mitch LaFon. So let's check out a little Slaves on Dope. So, a little Slaves on Dope, that is Careless Coma. 
definitely check them out. They've got a lot of pretty cool tracks, uh, a lot of pretty cool songs. I've purchased a bunch off of iTunes. Um, band that's never really gotten the notoriety, perhaps that it deserves down in the States. Or over here in Europe, for that matter. Anyway, uh, we're going to get into the interview with Mitch right now. But first, uh, we're going to play a little bit of Kill Devil Hill. Uh, Rex Brown just put out his memoirs. Uh, funny that Blabbermouth keeps like, pointing out his issues with uh, with people that post there. It's just to get more of a reaction out of them. and um, I don't know. Just a sort of odd situation with those guys. Uh, with... Uh, I don't know, um, just, just an odd situation with what Rex is saying about bloggers and this and that. You know, I consider myself a blogger because, I mean, in the end, yes, I'm a podcast host and so on and so forth. But technically, my website is a blog, so go figure. I don't know if, you know, he's mixing his terminology up with posters or whatever, but I don't think all bloggers are bad. Yes, there are some out there that like to stir shit up. <laughs> let's not, you know, let's not lie to anyone, but um yeah. I don't think everyone is bad. You know, I don't I I don't know. I don't think someone would listen to what I do. And outside of saying that the quality is bad, but I don't think I, you know, stir shit up. But uh, whatever. If you guys think I do, drop me a line. Input at MarsAttacksRadio.com. Um, anyway, a little Kill Devil Hill. Um, their album, their first album, was one of my favorite albums to come out last year. Without a doubt, this track, Voodoo Doll, is one of my favorite tracks that came out last year. The whole tremolo effect in the beginning before uh, Dewey kicks in uh, singing and everything and before the whole band kicks in is just so cool. It's just an awesome build-up. So let's get into a little Voodoo Doll from Kill Devil Hill and then let's just jump right into the interview with Mitch LaFon. Burning bright 
host Lafon on the phone, and we're going to discuss A World with Heroes, a Kiss tribute album that he's been putting together. Yeah. And you put this album together for a very special reason. Uh, I saw a video online, but for those that haven't seen the video, can you give them an explanation as to why you've decided to put this album together? Yeah, absolutely. On, uh, you know, the, the tribute is for this palliative care uh, cancer hospice in uh, just near me here, outside on the outside of Montreal. And uh, my father-in-law was there over the Christmas holiday. And on January 4th, he passed away. And the, the care given was so dignified and so humane and so um, precious, taking this horrible time and turning it into um, something very comforting, uh, especially for my wife. And after the um, after he passed away, my wife said, "Listen, I, I've got to give back. You know, they they run solely on contributions or um, donations. I guess is the word for it. Uh, you know, I'll give them fifty bucks. I'll give them a hundred bucks. And and I thought, you know, that's that's great. You know, I'm sure they could use a hundred bucks. And go ahead and do it. But I've got to do I've got to do better. You know, I, we can do better. And about two weeks after that, a uh, press release came down the pipeline about uh, Kiss's 40th anniversary celebrating, yada, yada. And I went, I went, wait a minute. I said, you know what? I'm a rock reporter. I know people. How about if I do a 40th anniversary? You know, it's the 40th anniversary of Kiss. Fans will, will already be excited for the concept and for that. And let me see if I can get anybody on board. And I emailed Terry Ilius of um, Great White. And he was like, dude, right away. And, uh, you know, Eric Brittingham said, yeah, no problem. I'll talk to Jeff and I'll talk to Troy Lucchetta. We're, we're in a studio in Nashville just uh, tinkering and making these demos. Uh, we could be your backing band. And, and Terry, excuse me, Terry emailed a whole bunch of people. Mm -hmm. And they all jumped on board. And uh, I was like, oh, Terry, what, you know, I, I'm not going to have this, this budget to pay everybody. So can we just do like, you know, 10 of us or whatever? He said, dude, we're not taking money for this. None of us are. He said, if, he says, if anybody says to you, I want to be paid, you tell them to go drop dead. You know, we don't want them. And, uh, you know, Doug Aldrich said, you know, no problem. And again, Eric and, and Jeff and, and Don Dawkin and... Um, uh, Chris Van Dahl, who was in L.A. Guns, and Phil Lewis, uh, another L.A. Gun alumni, and um, just everybody, Sean Kelly and Mark Tornillo of Accept, and one after the other, they just went, hey, we're not, oh, um, Doro and Johnny D from, uh, from Doro's band. One mm -hmm. by one, they're like, yeah, we're, we're doing this. There's no problem. And uh, Bumblefoot did one better. He, uh, he didn't even answer me until three days later where he sent me a completed track of Detroit Rock City. He goes, here's my track. It's all yours. Um, you know, <laughs> you know, it's, it's fantastic. And, and so that's the reason behind it. And, um, you know, the, the, the whole point here is I thought, OK, so we're going to put this album together and I'm not. Uh, taking any money on it either and I don't have you know ten thousand dollars to finance it so we went over to pledgemusic.com and I made the proposal and they said yeah it sounds great so it's it's up there right now at, at, at pledgemusic.com and if anybody wants to get it um, best way is just 
go to that site, pledgemusic.com, look in the search box, write KISS 40th, you know, 40TH, KISS 40th, and the album cover will pop right up. And so um, the good thing about that is, you know, since nobody has the, the, the money to finance it, uh, Pledge Music will allow us to, uh, to finance it. And, you know, uh, right off the start, um, most of the money will go straight to the palliative care center. There, there are some, um, what do you call it, expenses that we have to cover, and, and it's just natural. The uh, royalties for the songs, for using KISS songs, we have to pay. It's the law, and uh, that's going to cost about uh, four or $5,000. And then there's the physical printing of the CD, which is going to cost about a buck twenty-five per disc and so on. So there's another $2,000 there, roughly. But uh, we're hoping to raise 13000 and we're hoping to, on the first pressing, be able to give the care center 6500 right off the bat. And then after that, um, as the years go by, you know, uh, about 75 to 80% of all profits will go straight to the care center, again, because we'll have to renew the licenses for the royalties and all that. And, and before people sit around and tell me, Oh, Gene's a bad guy. He wants your money. Listen, it, it has nothing to do with Kiss. Whether I record a, a Kiss song or a U2 song, or even if I record your sister's song, the law is you have to pay royalties and you have to pay royalties. And, and so I don't want people to think, oh, Gene could donate his song. It's not how it works. It has nothing to do with Gene, has nothing to do with right. Paul. And I just want to be clear about that, because whenever you talk about Kiss and money, right away people jump on this. Oh, Gene and Paul are bad, and it's like, well, no, they're not. They're, they're really not. And uh, and so you know, so so that's that's the the project, sort of in a nutshell. Um, you know, we're hoping so. You know, my wife will give the uh, the palliative care her her hundred dollar donation, which she did. But I'm hoping to once this project gets uh, pledged at a hundred percent, to walk in there with a sizable check. Hopefully, um, you know, well, six thousand would be the first check, and then hopefully. A few months later, maybe another five and another five down the road. And, uh, you know, if I could get up to $100,000 over the next couple of years with this, I'd be thrilled because uh, they deserve it. And um, other families out there deserve to um, experience um, sort of a tragic situation um, with dignity. And, 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 you know, if they have a loved one that's going to pass away and happen to be at this center, uh, they'll get the, the care they deserve. And... Um, you know, another fun thing about this project, well, uh, maybe fun is not the word, but, uh, you know, Eric Carr, who passed away from uh, cancer, uh, was a KISS member, and, and uh, I spoke to his sister, Loretta, and she donated a song called Eyes of Love, which is a, mm -hmm. which is a demo uh, that Eric did years ago uh, while he was in KISS, of course, never appeared on a KISS album, and she's donated that to us. And she's actually written me a letter that says uh, when I go to the um, royalty place, which in Canada is called the CMRRA, but when I go to them, I can give them the letter. And, and it says very clearly, I, Loretta Carr, executor of the Eric Carr uh, estate, renounce all royalties on this. And so she, she's not only donated the song, she's donating any proceeds that she would get from the song. And, hmm. okay. um, you know, that's that's fantastic. And so... You know, what's, what's great about all of this is, is all these people from Sweden, New Zealand, Las Vegas, um, you know, some, some guys live in, in Hawaii, Los Angeles, Nashville. They're all coming together uh, to help out. And there's no egos. Uh, nobody, nobody's taking any money. 
Nobody has said, put my song on the album first because I want people to hear it. Uh, there's, been, there's been none of that. And um, having been in and out of the, the, the music world for, for 25 plus years, I can tell you that's not how things go normally. Uh, I, right. I, I've seen bands fight, you know, like uh, songwriter A in, in the band will say, well, my song has to be a song one, three, and five on the CD, and yours can be seven, eight, nine, because I want people to hear what I wrote first, and, and, and they fight over this nonsense. And here, <laughs> everybody has, you know, um, put that aside. And um, the artwork is being donated. There, there's two graphic artists that said, we'll do all the artwork for you. The mastering is being done in Nashville, Tennessee, by a guy named Jason Mapes. He's, he's donating his time as well. Um, it's just really heartwarming to see all these people donating all this time. And uh, it's for a good cause. And, you know, if you like Kiss, you're going to have a, a product that's going to have great versions done by great people. I mean, Don Dawkins is going to sing Cold Gin. I mean, how cool is that? Right. And uh, you're not going to get this anywhere else. And if you don't like Kiss, well, you still have a good reason to, to pick up the CD because, uh, you know you probably have encountered somebody dying of cancer at some point in your life, or you mm -hmm. probably will somewhere down the future. Not that I wish it on anybody, but right. uh, it's just a fact of life that at some point, um, whether it's a brother, a sister, a cousin, a, a distant cousin, we all seem to be affected by this, by this disease. And, um, you know, it's, it's, it's sort of our small little rock and roll way of saying, let's do something. And, uh, mm -hmm. you know, it's, it's really, it's, it's fun. Well, it's not fun, but I use that word a right. lot, but you know what I mean? It's, 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 it's a good project. It's, it's, it's a, right. it's a worthy project. Yeah. And I, and I could imagine that, you know, putting everything together, especially seeing both the people involved and some of the, um, uh, the options that you have, uh, to purchase through the pledging, um, it's, I mean, there, there's some really outrageous and fantastic things. A lot of times you come to pledge music and you see so-and-so's getting back together, you know, and they want this much for their album. And, and you're like, really 40 bucks for an autograph CD and that's it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and there are actually some pretty unique things here, you know, um, not only being, you know, a Kiss fan myself, but that Union Live at the Galaxy CD, which is out of print, is an absolutely fantastic album. You know, you can get your hands on that. Uh, well, I'd like the, to point out that the Union Live at the Galaxy is uh, also very limited edition because it is the version of the album that I owned and controlled in Canada back in the day. And it's, okay. it's on the standback release or standback label. Which, so it's the Canadian version. And we had modified a little bit the artwork. We had re-justified some of the uh, pictures and stuff. So it's, oh, um, okay. it's completely unique because the stuff that was put out on Deadline Cleopatra, um, they had sold me the rights for the album up in Canada. And it's, it's slightly modified. And I had only made 500 of them over the years. And most of them I sold to Bruce Kulik uh, personally. And in fact, the, uh, the albums that I have, the 40 that I have, I didn't even know I had them. I, um, huh. I was going to put up the Wasted album by L.A. Guns as, as a bundle. Right. 
And the Pledge mm -hmm. Music people said, well, could you go count how many you have so that we can put them on? And so I opened up a box. And at the bottom of this box, uh, you know, there, there was two layers on the box. And so I thought I had 100 LA guns. The top 50 were LA guns. And the bottom 50 were, the bottom 40 actually were Union. And I went, oh, I didn't even know I had any of these left. So right. yeah, those those are as out of print as you can can have because it's the Canadian version, and I'm not printing any more of those. And once they're gone, they are gone. For right. And uh, yeah, these are my last forty. Okay. And actually, speaking of that, LA Guns CD also out of print. And if I'm not mistaken, I put that one out too. That one has um, Colt Ralph Finn and Ralph. R Ralph from Steel Panther singing lead vocals on that. Well, it's Ralph Sens of L.A. Guns. It's Mike right. Diamond or whatever he calls himself in Steel Panther. Yeah. And uh, he does a version of, uh, they do a version of Cold Gin, which I always thought was very, um, well, I don't want to say uh, funny, but it, it's, um, it's very loose. I, I really like the vibe on it. It's really like, you know, five guys hanging out, playing this at a bar or something. And it's, Right. It's a very fun version of it. And uh, yeah. And again, these are the last uh, 50 that I have. And I'm not printing them uh, ever again. And I never sold the rights to the album to anybody. And I own the rights to it. So once these, these are gone, they're gone. And they will never appear again. So, you know. But that's some of the stuff I had to do because I'm not a musician. In, mm -hmm. in, in the sense of doing a pledge music campaign, I couldn't put up on the site pledge for Mitch giving you a, a Skype lesson or Mitch coming to play a show at your house or because nobody would care. And I couldn't play at your house anyway. So, yeah, I, ha right. I had to be a little more creative. So that's why we did the uh, L.A. Guns Wasted bundle. But we're, you knew notice there's a kiss tie into all of them. The Wasted is right. because it has the cold gin on it. The Union is because it has I Walk Alone and um, Jungle on Jungle, it. yeah. You know, uh, author Dale Sherman came through with his book of uh, A World with, uh, Without Heroes, uh, which is also out of print. Uh, and he said, listen, I found four of them on my shelf. You can have two. Um, you know, the Peter Chris signature drumsticks, which remarkably disappeared after three minutes after I put them up. But Phil, <laughs> Phil Nero, who was with Peter uh, in his band, after Peter had left Kiss, those drumsticks were handed to him in his hand. So Peter actually touched these drumsticks and handed them off. You know, he donated that. Um, Jason Rockman, who's a uh, singer for Slaves on Dope up here in Montreal, you know, they've been on OzFest. He's also a, a DJ on the uh, FM station up here. He said, mm -hmm. I'm donating a dinner. I'm going to go to this person's house and cook dinner for them. Um, Tim Snow is a noted photographer up in the Montreal area. He's right. um, he, he takes pictures of the Montreal Canadiens. He takes pictures of all the, the shows at the uh, Bell Center or any mm -hmm. or any of those. And he said, I'm going to donate a, a family session or a photography session uh, that you can use for your portfolio or whatever. Normally, I charge $500. We'll put it up here for $200. And you get a copy of the CD with it as well. Mm-hmm. Kill Devil Hill, you know, Rex Brown and uh, Mark Zavon are going to play on the album. But they got me two drumheads from Vinnie Apache that are signed by all four guys, you know, uh, Rex and, and Mark and Dewey and, and Vinnie Apache. So you've got mm -hmm. the drumhead signed by a guy who was in Black Sabbath. I mean, how cool is yeah. that? 
And absolutely, uh, yeah. You know, for a thousand bucks, you get you can buy yourself onto the CD. If you and your band are Kiss fans and you think your version of rock and roll all night is the greatest version ever, well, record it. And for a thousand bucks, you can buy yourself onto the CD. And just think of the exposure. You're going to be on a CD that's going to have guys from Pantera, Guns N' Roses, um, you know, Kill Devil Hill, Great White, except White Snake and all these things. And then there's going to be you. I mean, mm -hmm. how, where else are you going to get that opportunity? And the answer is, well, nowhere. I mean, right. unless you create your own tribute CD. And I'm going to suggest that if you do, you probably aren't going to get these players on it anyway. Uh, right. You know, how cool is that? You know, you can, if anything, you have a great story for the grandkids. Hey, daddy played on, uh, you know, hey, grandpa played on an album that featured the guy from Guns N' Roses. That sounds pretty cool to me. And, yep. um, you know, our last one is Rust War. <laughs>
are listening to the Mars Attacks podcast. I'm your host, Victor, and now I must break you. There you go. A little, a little Russian tidbit there, or a little Russian promo. Worked a while on getting that one straightened out, but I think it's, I don't know, I crack up every time I listen to it. Sorry if it offends anyone or, or whatever, but I think it's funny. Uh, anyway, um, we're wrapping things up here. want to thank Mr. Mitch Lafon for setting up not only such a great pledge campaign, but uh, coming on and discussing uh, the project with us. Uh, my email dropped out at the end, my email. My internet connection dropped out at the end there. Uh, it was very frustrating. It was without uh, internet service for about three hours. And wouldn't you know it, in the middle of an interview. So he was uh, describing something with uh, Russ Dwarf there. Uh, if you have any questions regarding that, I would recommend that you hit them up via the pledge campaign to find out if... Russ is willing to go to Nova Scotia or to Kitchener, uh, or if it's only Toronto. So I would say uh, go to the site, go to pledgemusic.com, do a search, type in KISS 40th Anniversary, you go to the pledge campaign, and you find out if you want to have, you know, Russ Dwarf at your house. In any event, we had some killer dwarves there Method to the Madness um, that's coming off of their album Method to the Madness uh, pretty cool album, check it out again, something I would consider metal, is it Slayer? absolutely not um, by today's standards is it light or whatever? of course, but whatever still cool in my opinion anyway, thanks for listening remember, go to iTunes, subscribe go to iTunes and leave a comment it helps with the positioning of the podcast. Uh, if you ever see featured podcasts and you realize that Mars Attacks podcast isn't there, apart from me being away for a few months, it has to do with people not commenting. So please, 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 please leave a comment. Good, bad, or indifferent. It all helps. Um, what else? Go to the homepage of MarsAttacksRadio.com. On the right-hand side there, you'll find links to the Facebook page. Uh, you'll find links to the Twitter site, Google+. Plus. Uh, we have a Google Plus community now. We're going to be rolling additional things out um, in the near future. Uh, we're just working on the technical side of things, and we're going to have some big news for you. Um, probably not until some point next month or early May. Just have to you know, make sure that we have... A good amount of the wrinkles ironed out uh, in order to make things presentable for all of you guys. And once it's ready, once what we're cooking is ready, um, you can check it out. Trying to work in a smell what the rock is cooking there. Uh, but no, not a fan of the rock, so whatever. Anyway, fan of rock music, not the wrestler. Anyway, Mitch talked about our good friend Bumblefoot. Bumblefoot is one of the most unique musicians out there because he does more than just play guitar. Um, if you don't believe me, go back and check out the interview I did with him. 
anyway, this is a song that I would have to say, in my opinion, is one of my favorite songs that I've heard come out in the last pff, easily 20 years. Uh, just the emotion and the lyrics and the way that everything you know, is worked into the song um, is just just really good. I mean, it's, I think music has to be about emotion. It has to, you know, has to affect you, uh, some way or another. So, um, yeah. Um, and I'm having a hard time deciding whether I want to play the acoustic or if I want to play the electrified track. Mm. I've got the acoustic in front of me, so let's do the opposite. Let's go with the electric track. This is Dash. Thanks for listening to the Mars Attacks podcast, and see you next time right here on what I just said, the Mars Attacks podcast. Sorry for being so dysfunctional tonight. It is 20 to 1 in the morning here local time. No excuse, but anyway, thanks for listening. See you next time right here on the Mars Attacks podcast. Just one cover and one name It all
thank you for listening to the Mars Attack podcast. To keep up with the show or go back and check previous podcasts, go to MarsAttacksRadio.com or subscribe via iTunes. You can also follow us on Facebook at Facebook.com forward slash MarsAttacksRadio, on Twitter at MarsAttacksRadio.com. 2005 and Google Plus. For more info, visit the homepage of MarsAttacksRadio.com.